Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Another But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, October 1st, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. We are out here at the Colts Complex getting ready for what will be a terrific game on Sunday night. Joe Stasniak pulling away in his, I think it's still the same car, the same SUV that he won at a a golf outing at the Brickyard Crossing where he got a hole-in-one and won a car. I think he's still driving that same car. Anyway, we're out here and we're thinking about the Colts and and we're talking about the Colts. We're wondering whether Darius Leonard's going to play. He was in the locker room. He looks like he's more ready to play this week than he was last week. Still in the concussion protocol. Talked to Anthony Walker a few minutes ago and what Anthony Walker said uh, about a lot that went on this past Sunday against the Raiders was his fault. He copped to making a mistake on several plays, and that those cost his team. He said he got up in a meeting, and he said that. That's a leader accepting responsibility for making mistakes, and that's a good thing. As far as T.Y. Hilton, he's got that quad. If T.Y. Hilton and Darius Leonard can go on Sunday night, this is going to be an interesting game. If T.Y. Hilton can't go or Darius Leonard can't go, This is a fundamentally different team, and you saw it this past weekend against the Raiders. Not good defensively, not good offensively. T.Y. Hilton, really important, not just for what he does when he's got the football, but for what defenses have to do to try to prevent him from getting the football. He's one of those guys you have to scheme against, and as you scheme against a guy, maybe some space opens up for others. That's what happens in the game of football, doesn't it? Jacoby Brissett, he spoke to the media a few minutes ago. Here's Jacoby. You've had time to digest that Sunday, watch everything. Looking at it now, what are your thoughts? Uh, tough game, you know. Uh, just got off to a, a really bad start. Uh, not like us. Uh, didn't, and we shot ourselves in the foot early. Tried to climb out late. But, you know, first teams in the NFL, you can't do that. Uh, and, you know, and that was an example of that. When you play a team with the Chiefs that are so prolific, and what they does it change your approach offensively? Be more aggressive, more efficient? Uh, no, it's honestly just play our game. Uh, you know, you, you can't get into the game where you're playing like offense versus offense or defense versus defense, things like that. You just go out there and play football. You know, uh, 
and, and you put your best foot forward. A lot of guys mentioned the lack of energy on Sunday. As a leader of this offense, do you feel the need to do more this week to bring more energy? Is there anything you'll change? No, not at all. And, and the good thing about, you know, kind of the that happening Sunday is other players understand that and they see that. And, you know, you, as, as a quarterback, you don't want to, you know, overdo it. And uh, and you know that the guys will come out there because uh, we've got professionals in this, in this locker room so that they'll come out there with and uh, they'll do it on their own. Can you use Justin Houston this week to your advantage, knowing his familiarity with that defense? Uh, well, it's a different defense than when he was there, to be honest with you. Uh, but you know, he definitely knows some of the players. He knows the mindset of the team, or and the and the defensive, you know, culture of that that organization. So, you know, just try and get as much as I can from him, but understand, you know, it's definitely a you know a different diff, different DC than it was last year. Different players. What's different about Arrowhead? We know quarterbacks go in there and they're off in long days. How do you size that up, especially having the experience last year? I didn't play last year. Just just from what you saw on the sideline, just the environment. Uh, you know it's going to be loud. You know it's a great place to play. Uh, you know it's going to be fun. It's going to be Sunday night football. They're going to be juiced, uh, which they should be. Uh, but. Uh, as a quarterback, you go out there and you, you don't try and overcomplicate it and overthink about things like stuff that I can't control. Kobe, given that the scheme is different for them, do you watch much of tape from January and try and get any tells on, on what their personnel looks like? Uh, no question. You, and you just get it just to get the, you know, the feeling of the environment that you'll be in and just to see. I mean, some of the players are the same. Uh, so you get and you see the, that type of personnel. But, you know, you obviously got to watch the, the games from this year, too. As an opposing quarterback, when you look at Patrick Mahomes on tape, do you ever marvel or impress at some of the plays? The I think everybody does. You know, it's, it's kind of cool to see some of the stuff he does. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't do it this week. Uh, but you know, the things that he can do with the ball and, and you know is is very impressive. Uh, you know, you just watch and you like, yeah, I can't do that, but it's fun to see somebody else do that. <laughs> anything you want to try? <laughs> no, I would not try anything that he does. No, no hook passes. No, I mean I've done that before, but I'm not gonna try it. Last year there was a loss you guys took to the Jets and it kind of flipped around this season. I know it's early now, a much different team this time around, but did Sunday's loss feel at all similar, What a game that should have been won? Uh, definitely. I mean, I think you should win all of them, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, definitely a game that we thought we should have won. And, and you know, hopefully it, it jumps to us like it did last year. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it's our humble pie. Uh, but, uh, you know, we got a tough opponent coming up and you got a great opportunity. So, you know, hopefully we just use the that as our motivation you know the indiana pacers right now are in the air on their way to mumbai india the charter takes 16 hours from here to there it's a direct flight that's a good thing you can't fly direct from indianapolis to mumbai under normal circumstances so that makes the flight a little bit shorter but it's still 16 hours that is still a long way between here and there and a long time to occupy yourself, entertain yourself, even if you sleep, like you get a full night's sleep of eight hours. That's only half the time you're on the plane. You got another eight hours to negotiate during that flight. A lot of guys on that flight, they're going to find different ways. And we talked to guys about this yesterday, whether it was Tomas Sabonis, Malcolm Brogdon, Nate McMillan. These guys are going to find ways to pass time. Hopefully they do it socially, not just with headphones on, watching Netflix, but spend some time together. Malcolm Brogdon talked about how uh, crucial that can be for a team that's got to play 82 games together. You know what? You don't have to like each other, but it sure as hell helps 
to like each other a little bit on the court and off the court. When you've got to go on these road trips and spend a week or 10 days together, it's really good to be around people that you enjoy being around. Otherwise, these trips become drudgery. These seem like guys who are going to get along very well. Two games in Mumbai, Friday and Saturday morning, both at 9 a.m. local time, both on NBA TV and 107.5 The Fan here locally with Mark Boyle describing the action. Let's talk a little bit about SB206. All right, this is kind of the thing. This is a talk radio dream, right? Because it's very, very complicated, and nobody's really right, nobody's really wrong in discussing this thing. My take on SB206 is this, that everybody else in the world, minus those who are elected to political office or are serving on the bench as judges, they can monetize their image, their likeness, their endorsement for their own profit, not uh, not college athletes. And it's a really good thing, I think, ultimately, to allow college athletes that freedom. A lot of people disagree. They say it's good enough. You know, going to a college, you get $150,000 worth of education and food and training and all that kind of stuff. And that is enough. Right. When we went to college, if we could have gone there for free, we'd have been happy about it. So that's kind of the that's the conversation. Right. It's people talking about the way they had it and parents having to write big, giant ass checks or their parents now. And they're putting their kid through college and they're thinking, boy, oh boy, would this be nice not to have to write these big ass checks if my kid was just a little bit better at athletics? And I get it. But that's not the world that we live in, and that's not the world that these guys live in. The world that they live in, you know what? They look and they see that especially with big, giant football stadiums, there's a lot of money being made in college athletics at the coaching level, at the administrative level, at the school level. And for them not to be able to monetize, at least monetize their own image, maybe not get paid by the university, but be able to endorse a product seems unnecessarily punitive. And I get it. And I don't think it's right. It's not right just because it's you get it better than everybody else that you shouldn't get everything that you deserve. Does that make sense? So anyway, I, I want to talk about SB 206. It was signed into law yesterday by Gavin Newsom, the governor of the state of California. It will go into effect if it if it remains as a law in California, it'll go into, fe- into effect on New Year's Day of 2023. So the NCAA, and by the NCAA, what I mean is this, and I'll get to this in a second. I mean the membership, all the member institutions of the NCAA, they have to get together and they have to change their rules. Or California is going to be an outlier. Now you've got Florida making noise about passing similar legislation. You've got legislation being proposed in other states that will be very, very similar to SB 206. So you got a problem if you're the NCAA, because right now what they can say is they are going to build a fence around California and not let them participate in NCAA championship tournaments. They can do that. But if you've got 38 states that pass legislation like this, all set to go into effect on New Year's Day of 2023, you got a big problem because you can't have the national championship of 12 states. You know what I mean? So you've got to adjust what you do. And this is what happens when the arrogant in academia get together and they decide that it's their way or the highway. They're used to getting their way. 
right? They are very, very smart people, but they are arrogant people. Sometimes arrogance follows intellect. And in academia, it does that quite a bit. So with SB 206, you have a countermeasure being dropped on the headquarters in Indianapolis by the uh, state legislature and governor of the state of California. So let's talk about some of the misconceptions about this law and about the NCAA. Here's a misconception that the NCAA is a monolithic, uh, self-governing oligarchy uh, chaired by Mark Emmert. It is not. It's a collective. It's a member organization that is run by the presidents of the university and colleges, universities and colleges. Mark Emmert does not dictate policy to the university presidents. Policy is dictated by the university presidents to Mark Emmert. This is where Mark Emmert got himself in a little bit of hot water when he took the office because he wanted to radically innovate and evolve the NCAA forward. University presidents were like, nah, uh, 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 we're not playing that. So you better figure out exactly what we want to do before you figure out exactly what you want to do. The NCAA is a member organization. All right, here's another misconception. Schools will lose money with this change that's being mandated by SB 206. So it won't be good for Olympic sport athletes. Actually, this law could benefit Olympic sport athletes Uh, in better measure, greater measure, than it will the revenue-generating sports of of football and men's basketball. I'm not going to get into why that is. That's a long conversation. But Olympic sports could benefit, and the athletes in those Olympic sports could benefit at a greater level than football or men's basketball. Uh, the NCAA will go away. This was bandied about. It's tweeted by Derek, Darren Ravel, for God's sake. And uh, this is crazy because that's not the way it works. People always say this. People say things like, look, if the United States government doesn't change, we're going to have a revolution. I remember hearing that from friends of my parents back in the 70s. Well, it didn't come to pass. Do you know why? Because we have a revolution every two years with the Congress, every four years with the White House, and every six years with senators. All right? We can change it if we choose to change it. The NCAA is going to alter its rules because the membership of the NCAA wants the NCAA to continue to exist. It's a wonderful place to point at and say, yeah, yeah, it's not our fault. It's these guys' fault. That serves a wonderful purpose. Plus, the NCAA isn't just about these kinds of rules. It's about the eligibility clearinghouse. It's about running championships. It's about aggregating revenue from those championships that can be dispersed to NCAA member organizations and member institutions. That is, in large part, what the NCAA does. What we complain about, what we whine about relentlessly, is the stuff that, you know what, it's a small part of their day, but it garners the greatest headlines. Uh, The NCAA isn't going anywhere. This kind of a funny story, not SB 206, but uh, by O'Kim has been suspended from the Korean tour, the Korean golf tour, for three years for flipping off fans at a tournament over the weekend, which... Oddly, he won. A smartphone camera went off in his downswing. The drive went about 100 yards, and he flipped the bird to the gallery. And uh, so now the tour has decided he knows has no place in the tour for the next three years. <laughs> what the hell's going on? What's the matter with people? First of all, what's the matter with a golfer? 
What are you doing? Relax. Control it. You can control it. And by God, look, at baseball games, they cheer relentlessly. They never stop cheering. All right? And the guy, the hitter, he's got to hit a ball that's moving with a round stick. You know, if you're hitting driver, you have these big, giant, you know, 450 cubic centimeter or, or whatever they are. Uh, for, you know, you've got these big, giant-ass drivers, and they're flat on a side, and the ball just sitting there on a tee. You should be able to, if somebody yells at you, you should still be able to hit it on the screws if you're a professional golfer. This guy couldn't. He gets upset, flips the bird to the, the gallery, and the tour responds by suspending him for three years. What's the matter with the tour? This guy, he's like the leading money winner on the tour, for God's sake. You fire your biggest star for three years because he flipped the bird to a bunch of people. Look, people going to get angry. People going to get nutty. That's the way people are. And to overreact about this in that way, that's just borderline insane. Uh, this... You know what? Sports nothing but sports, an absolute joy to do every day. I'm so glad you joined me. Thank you. Uh, another joy in my day is Breakfast with Kent. That is posted, or actually it airs live on Facebook Live and on Periscope Live every weekday at 8 o'clock in the morning and then 8.15 on Periscope every weekday. And uh, just love doing it. And thanks for joining me. Really, really appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 8. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call them, 317-849-2933.